keep your levels, keep your audition up too, just to make sure. Well, it's, I'm only on my laptop, so it's like hard to see all three things. Oh yeah, yeah. wait, three. What else are you looking at? I got my web browser up, baby. For 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 porn. Come on, man. Yes. Not like when screaming or acting proud of mood. Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so out of room. On the train, on the train, on the train, yeah, on the train, on the train. Doors closing. Hey everybody, welcome to Four Guys on a Train, a podcast about a whole bunch of stupid stuff. I'm Brandon. I am Pete. And I'm Rick. Hi, everybody. It's I am so beyond thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time listening to us talk about whatever. You could be doing so many more productive things. Cleaning. It is a podcast. Maybe you are cleaning oh, that's while, true. You, while you're listening. And, and I applaud you, if so, because I live in a trash dump because I don't like to clean. I'm building furniture right now. Are you Amish? I am. Hmm. Thanks for recognizing me. Thanks for noticing English. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's what's new this week? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's new. I didn't even know that it was happening today until you told me, Brandon, but all, all that Disney drop and stuff was happening today. Oh, my gosh. At the day of this recording. Who knows when you're going to be listening to it? Yeah. Ages from now. Ages and ages from now. But you'll remember as we talk about it, that glorious day when Lucas or whatever the f- is it Disney now? I don't care. When Disney announced 50,000 new Star Wars programs and uh I think an alien show got mixed up in there somehow by accident, but that's cool. So I've been a busy boy today, so why don't you guys tell me uh, cuz I have no idea what dropped. What I, Oh, what are I you kidding? Today? Really? No, I have no clue. Okay, so they dropped like seven new Star Wars TV shows. Oh boy. They're doing an a, a live action Ahsoka. Oh my god. Uh a live action Cassie and Andor show from like the the Rogue One character. Um a animated show about the Bad Batch from Clone Wars and Obi-Wan. They re- they are doing the Obi-Wan show and they're bringing back fucking Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Cuz everyone was clamoring for it. I mean, I I feel like people have have people who who hated the sequels now have like retconned it in their mind to think they're good. Just like sand, just like Hayden Christensen decided he actually likes sand. <laughs> I don't know that people have this nostalgia for it now. Out of all the shows that they announced, I think the one I'm most looking forward to is uh, Jar Jar and the family that uh, <laughs> Jar Jar and the family. starring Jar Jar and his, uh, his Gungan kin. Looks like a looks like kind of a traditional multicam setup, which normally, you know, I'm a little hesitant about. But, you know, I, I enjoyed How I Met Your Mother. And this feels like kind of the next evolution of that. I think the live audience aspect is really going to bring something cool to uh, Jar Jar's, you know, essence. I think it absolutely will. And if Kathleen Kennedy is listening, because I know she probably will be at some point, uh, if you want to give us three tickets to the uh, live studio recording of Jar Jar the family, <laughs> then uh, we'd be honored to go to go enjoy it and be part of the laughter. Yeah, I, I am a cosplayer. I will cosplay as whatever. Yeah, we're real Binks heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What if the whole studio audience had to laugh like Jar Jar's like... Uh... <laughs> that was a requirement that you had to laugh that way. I feel like I could do that three times and I'd have a headache, so I don't know how much fun I'm going to have. You don't have to shake your head, do you? I kind of do. I don't. You I, I need can't. the momentum or it doesn't sound good. The cheeks. I got the jowls and they, I got to get That's them true. shaking. I got to get them going. You uh, you're by the front door and like you're talking to one of the, uh, you know, ticket takers. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't do the jowl thing. And they just give you like like a yak back that just has that pre-programmed <laughs> into it that you just play. <laughs> that's a that's a deep pull. Yak back? I'll tell you why I was thinking about a yak. I know that's the like lower tier talk boy. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, maybe. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> I think it came out it was smaller than the talk boy. It came out later. It was the poor mm. man's talk boy. <laughs> it was a talk boy was like a uh like a tape recorder, wasn't it? Yak back, you could only record like one thing in it. Yeah, it was like a handheld and you put a tape into it. Made famous by Home Alone 2. Lost in yeah. New York. No, I know what the talk... I'm talking about the yak back. I know what yeah, the talk yeah. boy is. 
Anyway. Yeah, but the talk boy was in Home Alone 2. Remember, <laughs> you see that film? Chris Columbus. Classic. The yak back was in uh, <laughs> House. Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a good. Oh, man. <laughs> you were almost there. You were that close. It was yeah. in, it was in ha- House. <laughs> house. There you go. You can just. <laughs> house. House Solo. House Solo, a Star Wars story. That's another one they announced today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going bad right now uh, with with trying to pull stuff out of my ass. Anyways, let me tell you about let me tell you why I, th- I thought about the yak back. I was at my my parents' house for Thanksgiving, and we we always bring up you know old family memories, and uh, we do a little grab bag with my family every year. You know, a grab back. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so we're talking about you know, presence and we're, we're reminiscing about, uh, stuff. And I always make the joke that if I tell somebody what I want, somebody will buy it for Keith, because that's always what happened is I would ask for something and they'd give it to my younger brother. I, right, and right, I still, right. I still don't know why. So whatever year the yak bat came out, I think it might've been the one where you could like distort the voice. So you would record it and then you could either play it like, you know, chipmunk speed or I don't know. Or Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow <laughs> speed. Yeah. That was aunt written on the yak. That bag. was the setting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so I asked for that and and I remember I think it was the first time that I asked for something and they gave it to Keith. And I remember he opened the present and I was so confused. I wasn't mad. I was like, "Wait, why did what?" I was yeah. like, "I guess like I'll get to play with it, but I specifically asked for it." But like no one to this day can explain why that ever happened. Well, I think that's your family just setting you up for what is almost certain to be a, a lifetime of disappointment. So and you know what? Not only did they set it up, it's been happening. You wanted a job brewing at Goose Island? Keith got the job. <laughs> I know. Keith got the damn job. I Man. know. He didn't even apply. Speaking of disappointments, um, I got something kind of serious I want to talk about with you uh, this evening as we as we get going in the show. Uh-oh. Um, right. So, you know, I was listening uh, back to episode two of the program, um, Algorithms, I think we titled it. You know, and and as I was listening to it, I, I realized um, that, boy, I sure did lean real heavy in on that uh, masturbation angle. <laughs> I thought you were setting that up to be like your character trait uh, for the podcast. Yeah. I think it must have been four or five, six times. And, you know, I don't I don't want to be that guy. You know, I want I want my mom to be able to listen to this show. I want your mom's. <laughs> To be able, to, I think moms is like a really big untapped demographic potential for this show, and I don't want them to be uncomfortable. So I, I came up with an idea. Oh, okay. Um, to kind of help us um, pull me back from the brink, the masturbatory brink. <laughs> okay, okay so- you're already setting this up to sound super sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Get me right to the edge, and then I want you to pull me back. I want you guys to edge me, and then bring me back. All right, so so what I what I propose is this. All right, you can't see it at home, but I've just put down on the table uh, what I'm what I'm calling the um, well, I was going to call it the cum jar, but let's not start off on that. How about the jack jar? The jack jar. Okay, I like it. So uh, here uh, I have a jar. It's like a swear jar. So whenever I um, kind of overdo it, kind of lean in a little too heavy on the risque, sexy the potty, stuff, I want you guys stuff. to call me out it. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some money in the jack jar. And that's going to help me learn that that's not okay for moms to hear. We don't want moms to be hearing that kind of stuff. 69 cents every time. <laughs> and yeah, I was, I was thinking about putting dollar bills in. Then I was like, that's not fun for the audio listener at home. Like they can't. Hear. Oh, it's got to be changed. So I got, so I got a roll of quarters here <laughs> um, so that I'm ready to go. I love it. If and when um, I make the mistake of getting a little too blue. All right. So sorry, sorry to derail with this. I just wanted to, I just wanted to clear the air and, and uh, kind of confess that, you know, hey, I get it. You know what? Uh, feedback received. Um, first of all, I just, I just want to applaud you for this. You know, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of. Uh, this is a, this is a, a bettering adventure for you. You know, I'm really just trying to grow. I'm excited to be your accountability brother and to keep you uh, walking the straight and narrow. Thank you, Rick. I really appreciate it. The second thing I wanted to ask is, what happens when it gets full? What do you do with the money? That's a good question. Maybe we should leave that up to the uh, up the up to the listeners. What do you think? You buy a fl- buy a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one thing. <laughs> I'm, I don't have a I don't have a jack jar, so I could say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's true. I like this. That's great. I like it too. Just something like a, a little, a little bit fun, but you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit serious, and a little bit, a little bit of a teaching and kind of a learning experience. So, anyway, uh, sorry, to, sorry to derail with that, but I just wanted to to bring that up before we really got rolling. So, I think it's a good idea because I, yeah. I had several college professors I wanted to listen to this podcast, and there's no way any of them would by episode two they'd be like, I can't think about my straight A student Brandon. Yeah, with his hand down his pants. No. No matter no, how know. bad I want to do it. It was down there most of the class anyway. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, stop. <laughs> Get your dang hand out of there. <laughs> well, uh, a thing that uh, I wanted to talk about was that um, it finally happened. For the second or third time this year alone, we've got confirmation that the truth is out there. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Aliens walk amongst us, and they want nothing to do with us. Would you? I, I think you're talking about the uh, the guy over in Israel, right? The the commander of something or other, right? Yeah, an Israeli, uh, uh, former Israeli space security chief mm. has said that uh, aliens do exist, and uh, they discovered Earth, and they thought, now nah, we're good. <laughs> you know what? Smart. We've seen so many iterations of aliens coming to earth and not one of them got it right where they were just like no nah. we, <laughs> you guys good. are fucked up uh and we want nothing to do with you yeah. something i remember from that article i think is that they only made contact with the u.s and israel like those mm -hmm. were the two countries they picked that's how you know this is legit by the way go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and that trump was like almost gonna reveal it and then he didn't he was on the brink right. and then he yeah. thought better of it because right. that's a thing he does <laughs> That's the thing that, that our president is uh, known for frequently doing. Checking himself before he wrecks himself. <laughs> yeah. Very smart and stable. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty great. Uh, I think if aliens landed, they would probably visit more places. Like, I mean, Sweden's great. Probably would go to Amsterdam. I mean, if you were to throw a dart, you know, throw a giant dart at the Earth, you might hit America. I don't know the odds of hitting Israel, though. You know what I mean? Like... What is what an interesting choice. Landmass wise, you're more likely to hit the ocean or like Russia than you are. Sure, sure. I'm just I'm just saying like I, you know I could buy that like they reached out to America. Maybe we're fairly large, sure. you know. Yeah. Um, Israel. I don't. I you know nothing against our friends over in Israel. I just it's a very small country. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, so they did. So he did say that they do want to have contact with us eventually, but when we're ready. Mm -hmm. We're not quite there yet. I've heard a lot of women say that before. <laughs> we'll have sex when you're good and ready. You're just not there yet. I don't think you're old enough. You're not wise enough. Definitely not mature enough. This suggests to me the existence of a real life uh, men in black kind of organization. I think that was in, was that not in the article? I thought it was. He mentioned, he mentions, I think in a quote saying, that something about they would then introduce us to the real men in black or something. You think Will Smith is in on this? Yes, I do. I do. Well, how else would they have gotten it so accurate? <laughs> you saw that movie, the little alien inside the dog. Yeah, they Holy nailed shit. it. Like that's that is legit stuff. So the galaxy being in a marble. In. Yeah, the alien guy needing sugar. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that happened. I, it's been like. 40 years since I've seen that. There movie, was just so. so much silence. I was like, yeah, did I get it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe uh, in Men in Black 2, you had the Balchinians. Remember oh, those? Mm -hmm. A race of aliens who had testicles <laughs> on their chin. Yeah. I mean, in an infinite universe, that's it's, it's got to happen. Thing. Right. It's got to happen. They can't just be uh, below your belt. They've got to no. be in other places. I have a feeling the aliens probably came up with most of the production and lyrics for the men in black theme song as well it does it does have kind of an otherworldly feel to it it's it's too good i it transcends transcends many things i thought humans were capable of i bet alan silvestri is an alien alien silvestri that's a guy's name mm. alan alien oh my god we're blowing the doors off this thing where is cn fucking n he didn't hide it very well. If you're going to change your name from alien to something, you know, don't choose Alan. And that's just my two cents. <laughs> it's like if I'm going if I'm going to invade an alien planet, I'm not going to call myself Hugh. Hugh, man. Right. Invader. I'll go with like Blorg or something. Fit in. Blend. 
where do you guys land on that whole thing? Do you think there are odds that there's uh, another uh, type of life out there in our giant, enormous galaxy? I do. I, I land on the, on the I think there are. Many a night I've pondered laying in bed awake, thinking about, you know, are there aliens? And if there are, what do they want with us, if anything? What kind of changes does that make to my world if it turns out to be true? And then I usually jerk off and go to sleep. So Damn it, put a dollar in that <laughs> freaking jar, Brandon. I knew it. I knew There's it. There's other jokes. There's other jokes, Brandon. Come on. Okay, we're going to put some money in. This is four quarters. You could have said something about a nice dream. There we go. All right. Off to a good start, though. Yeah, well. Oh, boy. A dollar more, <laughs> dollar more towards the flashlight. <laughs> I mean, whatever the audience wants. I mean, I was thinking the audience might pick a worthy charity, but if, if they want a flashlight, I guess I will buy one. Uh, who, who am I to argue with the people? I don't know. You're not. You're not. I think your wiener's pretty worthy. Sure. Absolutely. It is. Uh, yeah. No, I land on the side of I, I, I don't see how there wouldn't be. Like, the universe is too big to me to, to assume that we're the only intelligent life. And I mean, maybe there's like plant life somewhere else too, but it just seems, biz- it would seem bizarre to me if in this infinite universe we're the only ones out there. And we're clearly not even that intelligent. There's definitely more intelligent plant life out there. <laughs> yeah, I think Venus flytraps are kind of like getting pretty close to where we're at at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> They're not destroying the planet. They open their mouths and draw flies just like our great speakers. So what else is going on this week, guys? We got Star Wars. We got aliens. I guess we're not really uh, getting too far from that kind of central spacey topic. That's the problem when you when you bring three nerds together for a podcast is they just go to the nerd stuff. And there's plenty of podcasts about nerdy stuff. Well, speak for yourself. I'm actually pretty cool. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. He talks about masturbating a lot. It's pretty cool. And I like uh, sports. I literally, I literally just saw you tweet against sports. Okay, not but a couple hours. ago. Okay, but I can't be held accountable for what comes out of the Twitter account. Okay, the Twitter account <laughs> is just my response to the universe. All right, the universe flows through me. It flows through me, and it goes out onto the screen. It's not my fault. So I, I like sports, baseball, tennis. That's two. Uh, football, American and European slash everywhere else in the world. Okay, I like, uh, to be honest with you, I like anime, okay? I like oh boy, science fiction, yeah. all right? I like single-player video games. I don't even play the games where you like go around and shoot each other, which is like wow. 95% of all video games. I don't play them. That's the cool side of it. So, yeah, you're still... That's, that's what all the cool kids, all the jocks that picked on me in high school are playing those games. I don't want to play with them. Because they're mean. So I play the single player games. Did you get picked on a lot in high school? I got picked on. Well, in uh, I guess my freshman year of high school, I had kind of shaggy, mussy hair and big glasses. And and I got I got made fun of for being kind of looking like the stereotypical nerd. Well, then between uh, freshman and sophomore year in that summer, I had a really fancy glow up. Right. Okay, so I got rid of the glasses. I got the contacts. I got the hair cut short with the, the gel in it, which I realized is actually the easiest fucking thing in the world. I don't know why I wasn't always doing that. You did the she's all that. And I yeah, I she's all that in myself. And nobody knew who I was. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up. There was a girl that used to make fun of me and pick on me when I was a freshman. She hit on me sophomore year, did not know I was the same person. And that validated. Did you did you get to shove it in her face and be like, no, thanks. I'm good. I didn't. I just basically ignored her, which was partially just me being socially awkward and partially me being like, this is how. But she, she thought you were playing hard to get. She thought I was playing real hard to get. And I'm sure it's haunted her to this day. That's the problem with this, the she's all that thing is that your appearance changes, but your base personality stays the same. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm still a goddamn idiot. So you're still just you're just a good looking nerd right. at that point. Which, which, trust me, trust me, it doesn't go far in the world. No, it doesn't. So I looked a little bit. So I looked a little bit better, but I also kind of bore something of a resemblance to the television personality Doctor Drew, 
from Loveline. Oh, Pensky? <laughs> you remember Dr. Drew uh, oh, yeah. from Loveline? I didn't Hell even yeah. know what he looked like till years later. Yeah. yeah. So so I kind of, uh, I, I was kind of given the nickname Dr. Drew, and then eventually it evolved somehow. I don't know how these things work. Somehow it became Dr. Love, the Love Doctor, you know. Okay, this um, now makes sense. This is why you have a jerk jar. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is your origin story. Yeah. People called you Dr. Love? Yeah. I think they meant it to be ironic at first, but then it just kind of became a thing. And there I was, the love doctor. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Did you like did you embrace the uh did you embrace that? I resisted for a while and eventually I realized these guys are a lot bigger than me, so so I got to make love to every single one of them. So I'm, I'm just wondering if you leaned into the Dr. Drew persona and like tried to help people with their uh, their problems. I see. I didn't actually know who Dr. Drew was. I didn't see him uh, until years after high school. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to watch. Was it MTV? You didn't stay up unless no Loveline. He did a radio show. Oh, it was a radio show. But he had a, he had a thing on MTV or something, too. I thought he did. But I, I think that was later. Like Loveline was syndicated on like Q101. So like I'd stay up and listen to it okay. as like a middle schooler. And I don't think I got like three fourths of the shit they were talking about. Right, advanced. I was stuff. like chlamydia. I don't know what that is. Sounds like a soup. Ma, can we have chlamydia for dinner tomorrow? We're having That's chlamydia like... chowder. I was gonna say it sounds like a bisque. <laughs> it's a thick. It sounds like a thick soup. It would be a chowder. A cream base for sure. Uh, I didn't have any cool nicknames in high school. I they, people called me Shoes, but uh, because my last name being Schuler, but that was about it. Oh, is that why that was? Yeah, nothing about love or making love. The shoes, dude. Okay, you because your name is Schuler. Yeah. Okay. You know, no points for creativity to them for that, but you know, versatility. That's it sticks. It works. Yeah. I don't really. I don't think I had any nicknames either. What about Corm? Corm <laughs> really didn't come around till like maybe my senior year, and then into college. Mm. And the only reason people called me Corm, for those of you who don't know the story. Because <laughs> probably most people listening to this are friends of ours. <laughs> but uh, um, I got a uh, a student ID. I think it was my sophomore student ID. And my last name, which is Cosmol, was on my student ID, Cormel, <laughs> Peter Cormel. And then in some sort of like, it was like a um, school newspaper article or something. They had my name is Robert Cosmol. So then it just <laughs> became Robert Cormel, <laughs> which is like, yeah. Robert Cormel. Yep. It was two mistakes just smashed into one name. So Cormel isn't a long leap from Cosmo, but Robert from Peter. <laughs> well, I think there was another guy in the picture named Robert, and I think they, they must have flipped our last names or just like we're just copying and pasting really fast and Peter Cosmo parentheses not pictured. Yeah. <laughs> and like I went to a small high school. Like they should have known, you know. And were you were you kind of doing the big jeans thing back then, or was that a college thing? It was like it was like like the end of high school into college. Okay. Like I went through a couple of different phases in high school, right? There was like freshman year, basically you're still wearing the same stuff as middle school, which like your parents bought you mm-hmm. if you're lucky. And then you just I just kind of went through like phase after phase where it was like now I'm wearing camo pants. Now I like heavy metal, so I'm wearing like all black all the time. Uh and that like bled into freshman year of college. Until like I think it was like ha- like basically when I met you I was like nah and it was before I before I really knew you I knew who you were um, I had as a joke I guess I, I maybe this is hazing or bullying um, <laughs> uh oh but I had convinced my my now wife at the time girlfriend I convinced her that that you were into mung because I had just taught her what mung was <laughs> that that might be a re- that might be a coin worthy reference I'll I'll put it in for that but that's it's worth it's worth it to talk about. It's a historical story, so... Do we have to go through uh, what Hmong is, or can we just tell people to look it up? Just Google it. Use Turn off safe search. Go straight to image. M-U-N-G. Do it. <laughs> oh, no. Do it. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, she... We were still just getting to know each other, and I think she took everything I said a lot more seriously than... Certainly than she does now, 15 years later. And the best thing you could do in meeting a girl is find someone and just yeah. fucking rip on them. Right. Someone you don't even know. Just be like, hey... Yeah, I like this girl, so I'm going to make fun of this guy I don't even know. Yeah, this guy down the hall, he wears those baggy pants. I hear he's into Hmong, which I just taught you about, and you're really grossed out by that. Joke's on you, I was. <laughs> and nothing impresses a woman like talking about Hmong. <laughs> he's, he's been married for what, almost 15 years now? So Oh, shit, actually, yeah, I yeah, think you nailed he, it. He did. Over, over 15, yeah. yeah. And actually, um, I, also, I also convinced her for a while that the expression beating around the bush 
was about um, pleasuring a woman, but never like never going in. <laughs> You're just beating around the bush. I, I had I had her convinced that that was the origin of that. So she's like, that's so dirty. That's what, what? that's what you're doing to me. She'd say <laughs> I've been saying that my whole life and I didn't had I had no idea that that was so filthy. I don't know how long I let her keep believing it, but you are a dirty bird, Brandon. And then after that, I think she was like, I don't believe anything you say ever again. And that's the way that's how we that's how we've been able to stay <laughs> so happily married for so long. Yeah, I got rid of those pants pretty fast after. uh Brandon would come up and push me over, say, Mung boy. I'd have Jen get down on her hands and knees behind you yeah. and I'd push you over her. You know? yeah. I called you Mung yeah. man. Mung man. <laughs> out of my mind. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. My cookies. Oh, you're baking, you idiot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got cookies in the oven and uh, I forgot and they're probably burning now. So I'll be right back. All right. Well, hurry back. Well, Jesus. I guess we got to. Kill some time. I guess. How long do you think this is going to take? Well, you know him and his cookies. No, probably a while. Well, then he's probably going to decorate him. He won't even come back. Right. That's fine. I mean, honestly, he's kind of the weakest link anyway. Don't tell him I said that. Cut all this out. All right. I will. I will for sure. Pretty obviously the weakest link in the show. What the hell is this? What? Who is that? Hello? Hi? Hello? Hi? Uh, hey, what's up, dongbags? Oh, my God. It's Satan, the Lord of Darkness. Holy crap. Peels above himself. What's up, y'all? Oh, man. It's, I, I want, was going to say it's an honor to, to see you. Uh, we weren't expecting you. No, we weren't. Um, and I don't know if either of those things is true, so I don't know if I should say them. Yeah, don't lie. You know where liars go, Brandon. <laughs> to my house. How's things in, uh, how's things in, I guess, hell? Uh, we call it H-E double hockey sticks, actually. It's really offensive to... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. That word's pretty offensive nowadays, so... There's a lot that I don't know about this sort of thing. I grew up in the in kind of the religious community, so... Yeah, we were always taught to fear you, oh, dark one. I would. Oh, shit. I'm really good at uh, racquetball, so that's a reason to fear somebody, right? <laughs> you could find him down at, uh, at Silver Lakes Country Club, schooling the old guys. So what's this, uh, what the hell is this? What are you guys doing here? Oh, we're, uh, just recording a podcast. Yeah. Oh, great. Another podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. How many of you these have you guest starred on? Oh, my God. Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. What brings you over to this one? You're just in the neighborhood? Yeah, I was just in uh, the neighborhood. I thought I'd pop in, uh, see what you dickheads were up to. I just had a, I just had a thought. Oh, you did? That's new. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you like, are you kind of like omnipotent? Like the Lord, do you watch us? Oh, I can, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. I have the ability to, but I don't. I have restraint. Sure. I, I just, I was just wondering if maybe you'd like to look at this pile that uh, me and Brandon have been saving these children's letters to God. We were going to read them. We just think they're funny and cute. Yeah. We were going to read them in, as kind of a segment on the show, but since you're here, maybe you'd like to, uh, you know, take a look at him. Oh, H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Great. Brand, you, you got it up, Brandon? I do. I mean, you got, <laughs> and you got those letters handy, too? <laughs> hey, watch it. You don't want to put any more money in that old jar. Oh, Satan. All right. So um, this first letter comes from Allison. And Allison says, dear God, you can replace that with Satan if you want in your own mind. Sure. I do often. <laughs> I read the Bible. What does begat mean? Nobody will tell me. Love, Allison. What would you say to that? She wants to know what begat means. Yeah. That's actually an ancient form of scatting. Ooh. Yeah. So it'd be like, uh, 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 Joseph begat Thomas, which means he did a little scat with him. You know, skiddly ba boo, biddy bippa, begat, 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 doodly doo doo doo, ziggy boo. And, uh, almost like a, almost like a, uh, a sort of a, a sort of uh, jazz battle from antiquity. I like that. Yeah, ancient jazz battles. They were really in. See, you've been around for you've been around for a lot longer, obviously, than than we have. So this is this is all news to us, certainly. Yeah, a couple eons yeah. more, definitely. Yeah. I I didn't know that. I didn't. I, and it's never been brought up either. And you know, Brandon and I both went to uh, the Christian college, and we never, never went over that word. Yeah, it's it's little it's a little known and and very uh, not very often taught a uh, little uh, fact to it. That's a fun one to put in your hat. Fun party uh, fact there. So the next letter here is from Marnie. Marnie, Marnie, Bo Barney, Banana, Fana, Fofarney, and so on. Marnie, <laughs> sure, she's thrilled. Uh, dear God, 
on Halloween, I'm going to wear a devil's costume. Is that all right with you? Whoa, whoa, hold on. You're going to wear red face? She's she's young. I think she probably just doesn't understand the implications behind that. Who is raising Marnie? Okay, that's my question. Yeah. That is so offensive. All right? I mean, honestly, like, if I were you, I I would be... uh, If it were me, I guess I'd be worried about the... uh, the copyright potential copyright infringement here like you kind of i think you own the rights to your own likeness right isn't that how u.s copyright law works i actually don't know but it sounds right a hundred percent the horns the fork tail the little fork pitch fork thingy that's all copyrighted i can't remember the name of the things right now but yeah i see you don't have your pitchfork with you today where's where's the pitchfork at um actually uh i got a loner right now because mine's at the shop so I literally just have a, it's just a fork. Just like a dinner, like a dinner fork? Yeah, just silverware. It's just a tiny little fork. That seems a bit underwhelming, you know, if you're going to somebody's house to, uh, I don't know, judge them for all eternity, you just show up with a dinner fork? Yeah, but it's great for eating spaghetti, so it's a win-win. How much, how much of that judging do you do yourself? Or, I mean, I assume, you know, over the millennia, you've kind of, obviously risen in the ranks to the to the point of being you know satan the lord of darkness prince of all that is evil yes i have risen indeed yep (laughs) and i you know how much of that do you actually do yourself or do you delegate a lot of that now that's not a question from a kid that's that's from me so this one's from brandon johnson age 36 that's one thing i do too i tell people other people's ages well you were you were wrong but that's yeah you're wrong satan (laughs) hey can't win them all you know i'm in the ballpark all right give me a break you are in the ballpark Oh, what was your damn question? I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> oh judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, we outsource a lot of that sure. now. It's it's gotten so uh, cheap to do it that way. Overseas, Our man. Overhead is killing. Everybody's me. doing it. So yeah. yeah, we just outsource it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is next letter is from Jane. All right. Jane says, "Dear God, instead of letting people die and having to make new ones, oh. why don't you just keep the ones you got now?" Love, Jane. You know. That's a pretty good point, Jane. That's kind of wasteful to just keep getting rid of, like, I think about a graveyard, right? That's taking a precious space. All these bodies just scattered everywhere. Why not mm-hmm. just reuse, reduce, recycle that whole process? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, especially nowadays, you know, being green, being earth conscious is super important. So yeah, I think God should step it up and uh, let's just reincarnate like... Uh, like the Buddhists uh, get behind. I'm behind that, too. Cool. You heard it here first. Satan is a Buddhist. I imagine hell's a bit crowded these days, too. Oh, don't get me started. I'm ass to ankles and, and, and Hitler's. And, and, Whoa, uh, there, there's more than one? You would be surprised at how many Hitler's are down there. Okay? Yeah. Wow. People just didn't know about them. Hearing it here first. Yeah. That's There's amazing. a whole line of Hitlers. They did much less, you know, awful stuff. Sure. But they were still bad. You know, it's like being in Slytherin. If your last name was Hitler, you were kind of guaranteed to do bad things. What else are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Speak, speaking of Slytherin, there's tons of Slytherins down there. Uh, I'm up to my neck in Slytherins. There's the genocidal Hitler all the way down to the Hitler that didn't pay a parking ticket on time. Yes, exactly. I understand. The odds are stacked against you if you're born into this world as a as a Hitler. There's a Hitler that didn't call his mom. <laughs> Could you imagine your name being like Jeff Hitler? He's down there too. Jeff's down there. Is he? Oh, oh yeah. He evaded taxes for like ten years. I mean, that's pretty. That's that's not great. We all got a pair of fair share. It's not great. Brandon, can I can I read one? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here's here's a good one from Neil. Dear God, I went to this wedding and they kissed right in church. Is that okay? From Neil. I don't see... Neil has a problem with kissing? Well, the fact that they kissed in church, I think that's his problem. Where else are you going to kiss? That's the best place to kiss, right? You guys know. You went went to church as you grew up. Yeah. You kiss your friends. Mom gives you a little peck on the cheek. I mean, I remember hearing about greeting one another with a holy kiss. I think that's in the Bible. Lots of kissing behind the scenes, you know. So I feel like Neil's maybe being taught some things that aren't... uh aren't quite true. It sounds like you and God might be on the same page with this. Yeah, it sounds like Neil's a bit of a prude. Uh, and he needs yeah, to get over himself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know what, Neil, it's 2020. Everybody's kissing. They're doing a lot more than that. A lot of butt stuff. You know what I'm talking about? All these kids, the millennials, they're talking about eating, 
eating and licking and licking. And, and that's in church that they do that? Or just everywhere? I guess. I mean, a lot of churches have been turned into, like, breweries. and So, I don't know. They're just doing it everywhere. To, I, to, I heard, and you might like this, Satan. I heard that some churches were protesting the mask mandates, or, or, or protesting, rather, the, uh, the forced closures because of COVID by turning themselves into temporary strip clubs so that they could stay open. Because strip clubs were allowed to be open, I guess. I don't I don't know. But yeah, I mean that sounds like that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, I do love it when uh I do love it when people claim to be good, do bad things. Uh it's it, it works in my favor. It, so uh, they end up in my court. What's the benefit to you of somebody being bad? Like if hell's crowded, you don't want people down there. What's the benefit to you of, of somebody good doing a bad thing? Does it just like give you pleasure or Yeah, I got my own jack jar and uh I like to fill it up. What can I say? All right. It, uh, it gives me personal pleasure. Uh, nothing else really gets me there than uh, people being naughty. All right. Little dirty birds. Fair enough. Respect. Yeah, you asked. I'm gonna think about. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna think about that next time I do something something bad. Yeah, when you're doing bad things, it is giving me Satan direct pleasure. Wow. All right. I guess I, I shouldn't ask that. I didn't like the answer. <laughs> there are some significant theological implications, but we don't have time for that. We got to go to the next letter. Uh, dear God. I know all about where babies come from, I think. From inside mommies, and daddies put them there. Where are they before that? Do you have them in heaven? How do they get down here? Do you have to take care of them all first? Please answer all my questions. I always think of you. Yours truly, Susan. Well, Susan is a uh, middle-aged woman's name, so uh, this is a little upsetting that she doesn't know how babies are made. Uh, so let's just start there. Uh, yeah, Susan is like an accountant, right? Like, that's not a kid. No child is named Susan. That's correct. It's Susie if you're a kid. Yes. So this is a grown woman who does not understand reproduction. Well, no, I think she's got it. They come from inside mommies and daddies put them there. She's not. I guess she, you're, you're correct. That's she's not wrong. That checks out. I, I'm not a scientist, but. But I think that I think that does check out. And she's asking, where are they before that? Do they live in heaven? Right. Uh, and, and does God Himself put the baby into their mommy, into this forty-year-old woman's mommy? I mean, He must put them in the daddy, really, if you're going by her. Uh... Yeah, actually, that's exactly what happens. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, they are up in heaven before they come to earth. God has this little kind of uh, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" type machine, where He shrinks mm. the babies down. To okay. the size of a human sperm. Okay. Oh. Uh, then he um, he uses an actual syringe to inject them into the father's testicles. That makes me cringe. I'll tell you what. Daddy's balls. And uh, the father then has to, you know, do the... You know, Brandon. I know you know. Well, I, I know, but I don't think... I know you know what daddies do. I know, but I don't think Susan knows. That's what I'm concerned about. Well, I'm, I'm normally pretty red, so I don't want to go blue. But, uh, you know, they... Have coitus. I'll put it that way. Sounds like something Satan would say. I just said it. So a tiny little babies then eject out of out of daddy's balls and into mommy's thing, and uh, the baby then grows like a little water. You know how your friends always told you not to swallow watermelon seeds or to grow into a watermelon. Mm -hmm. Literally, exactly. Still scared of that to this day. That is what happens with okay. a baby. So it starts this tiny little minuscule little tiny baby, and then it grows into a big, full-grown Susan. Wow. My mind is blown. Wow. So you all started out as little tiny babies up in, uh, up in heaven. I always suspected that there was some connection between our scientific reality and the greater spiritual existence that kind of exists above us all. Um, but I had no idea that it was both that amazing and that just kind of literal. Yeah. You know what I they mean? wrote a song about it. Everything that rains, it rains. Babies from heaven. So I beget you. Right there. Yeah, now I get that I, reference. I just beget you. You know, you see. I am, I am shocked and a little scared, but um, relieved. Relieved I know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. And that's, what I, that's something I've always said. <laughs> you can quote me. So, Satan, chew on this one. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Dear God, please put another holiday between Christmas and Easter. There's nothing good in there now. Love, Ginny. Um, I'm sorry, Ginny, but there's New Year's Eve, there's Valentine's Day, 
there's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. I don't want to accuse. I don't want to accuse anybody of uh, of racism, but there's Martin Luther King Jr. Day in there. Exactly. So right? uh, maybe check yourself, oh child. But um, but if you were to if you were to create a holiday to stick in there, um, and this I just feel like there's plenty of holidays that honor like uh, our Lord, who is the Christ, uh, Jesus, and um, his Father and his his Spirit. Uh, but if you were to um, kind of dedicate a holiday to yourself, what would that look like? Oh, so like a, like a devil's holiday. Devil's Day? Yeah, yeah. Devil's Day. I like that. I mean, let's workshop the name, but yeah, keep 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 thinking. I like where you're going. Satan's Saturday. That doesn't have the same ring to it. Devil's Day. Yeah, I guess it'd be kind of like Mardi Gras meets, uh, meets uh, pride. You know, I love uh, I love dancing and parades. So I definitely want some of that in there. Um, I love popping my shirt off. Oh, that's fun. Clearly, we mm-hmm. we're on camera, and you're not even wearing one now. Well, you know, I don't do all those push-ups just not to show them off. Touche, right? Uh, so yeah, there'd be a lot of uh, a lot of streamers. I'm a big fan of streamers. I love them. The little crepe paper ones that like get wet and they stick to shit. Oh my god, that's great. Just ruins your day. Really hard to clean up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably serve really sloppy foods um, <laughs> that just make a hot mess everywhere. And sloppy Joe's wings, hot wings. Chicago-style hot dogs. You know, basically anything that'll get all over your pants. So what do you? what's your thought about Halloween, then? Like, everyone always thinks Halloween's the devil's holiday. Yeah, give me a break. It's so trite, okay? It's a child's holiday, all right? What about, like, when adults celebrate it? Or, like, college kids when they go yeah, and, you Even know. more pathetic, all right? I mean, adults do dress slutty, right? Uh, that's, that seems like that. Isn't that not something you'd be into? You know, you'd think so, but no. I'm tired of seeing slutty Elmo's and slutty, you know, Mr. Rogers. Mm. You know, like, give me a break. Come on. These are wholesome, uh, iconic characters of uh, Americana. Let's not turn them into big-breasted things to goggle at. You know, give me a break. Satan, I, you know, I know that... um... We're waiting on our friend Rick to come back from doing whatever he's doing with his cookies. I think we maybe have time for one or two more letters. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I can give you another one or two. Ironically, I also have cookies in the oven. So. <laughs> is it your is it your ho- your home is one big oven too? I, I imagine. So. I literally, I just have to set them on a yeah. counter and uh, they cook. It's great. All right, here's here's a good one. Uh, dear God, it rained for our whole vacation, and my father is mad. He said some things about you that people are not supposed to say, but I hope you will not hurt him in any way. Your friend, but I'm not going to tell you who I am. So it's not really a question. He's just saying that he doesn't hope God will hurt his dad after he said some things about God that people aren't supposed to say. First off, you're a coward for not putting your own name out there. Just I wonder what he said. I, I think maybe, do you think he said like, like, God damn, that, oof, you know, that's, that's pretty heavy. For, for a kid to hear, right? That's bad, but not bad enough for a child to think God's going to kick their dad's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's got to be something worse. Would God ever kick someone's dad's ass? Oh, yeah. I think there's plenty of examples throughout the throughout the Bible of God kicking people's dad's asses. He kicked a uh, little known fact. He actually, uh, he actually beat the hell out of Joseph. Really? He was the stepfather of Jesus. So they, all, they very often got into, you know, kerfuffles. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, once, yeah, they went, they went fisticuffs and uh, God beat the hell out of them. You're talking about like God as Jesus right now. Like God didn't come down and beat Joseph up. Yes, he did. <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, well, he did. Actually, not Joseph. Uh, I'm going to bring up a little of my, uh, little of my Bible knowledge that's still bring rattling it. around in here. God did kick Jacob's ass. In a wrestling match. They did a cage match. Yeah, it was awesome. And you were there You were there for that, Satan? You saw that match? Oh, yeah. I've been there through it all. It was, it was badass. Oh, my gosh. He, he did the whole... He used, like, a, a folding chair on uh, Jacob's back. Uh, he, did the, he did a pile driver. He actually invented the people's elbow. That was not the rock. God did? That was God. Oh. That was God. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes more sense. Yeah. My people's elbow, he called it. You heard it here first tonight. I know it's been a while, but do you remember God's entrance music? Oh, yeah, it was uh, 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 the Hallelujah Chorus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Wow, that's amazing. I feel like we're going to have to have you back sometime and just walk us through some historical uh, events from your perspective. 
It sounds boring as hell, but whatever. I got time to kill. If you're amenable to it, Satan, I think we could make this kind of a regular, like, recurring segment. Maybe we could call it something like, um, here's a here's a literary reference for you. My Dear Wormwood. My Dear Wormwood. How's that? Oh, God. That is, that is some nerdy, deep cut. You love it. Christian nerd stuff right there. Well, C.S. Lewis reference, huh? Yeah. Well, Satan, thank you again. Wow, this, I mean, this is a real treat. We weren't expecting this. And uh, really want to just thank you again for, for stopping by. Maybe you didn't intend to kind of get wrapped up in, you know, some white dude's podcast. But uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to shoot the shit with uh, a couple of ding-dongs like you. He did say he loves when uh, good people do bad things. And this is awful. Well, Bielsa, bye-bye. I'll see you guys next time. Later. Be good to one another. I don't. Why would he say that? Well, you know, I feel like maybe over the course of time, we'll really get to know Satan and see that maybe he's not everything that we were taught he was. I guess not. I don't want to get too, I don't want to get too edgy here. Yeah, I know. I know. Who knows who's listening? But no, I think you're right. He seemed kind of, seemed kind of cool. Not gonna lie. He seemed like kind of a fun loving guy that I, I would like to hang out with. The hell was that? What the? Oh, hey, Rick. Some guy. Okay. Some guy just walked out of my house. That was weird. Uh, that is, yeah, I don't know who it could have been. He had a shirt off. It's like 28 degrees outside. Very bizarre. All right, whatever. Yeah. Well, well, my cookies, uh, my cookies are burnt, so that's great. (laughs) Maybe you should make some more like in a couple more episodes or something during the episode. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make you all some cookies. Cool. Cool. Hey, um, uh, I wanted to, uh, play a little game with my boys. I love games. Love games. You guys like, you guys like games? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like all games. I like, I like some of them. All games. That is a broad broad statement, but okay, I'll take it. So um, the game I would like to play with uh, you gentlemen is uh, called One Gotta Go. Uh, so you've probably, you probably seen this on Twitter yeah. and on the internet. Uh, people will post four things, yes. and you have to decide amongst those four things, what one thing do you have to live without? All right. Uh, so I thought I'd pitch some of these to you, and we can uh, we can decide amongst us which ones we'd get rid of. Sounds good to me. I love it. So I'll start with a softball. I'll lob it your way. Uh, we've got uh, pizza, okay, burritos, wings, or burgers. One gotta go. One gotta go. Which one uh, for you guys would you get rid of? You know, I'm I'm gonna jump it right in. I'm I'm saying bye bye to burritos. Really. I'll tell you why. Please do. Uh, burritos, burritos, delicious. Um, but you know what I'm there for? Honestly, honest to God, I'm there 99%. I'm there for the filling. You know what I'm saying? And that that shell is, uh, it gets soggy, it's squishy, and it really, it's just there to add like 450 calories to the whole endeavor. So you're a burrito bowl guy. So give me a deconstructed burrito. Give me a bowl. I don't, you could say the same thing about a burger bun. Get the hell out. You get out. <laughs> Me or the burrito? <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> now, Brandon, uh, I will make it a little harder on you. I-, I would say the whole thing's gotta go. You can't just get rid of the tortilla and say uh, burrito bowls get to stay. Does that change your mind? Well, it suggests to me that you're a little intolerant uh, <laughs> of the views of others. Um, oh, uh, I'm so but... I'm so sorry. Um, n- never mind. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> But if that, but if that is the case, uh, I mean, how do you how do you say goodbye to a burger? Something as American as a burger. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm saying bye to the burger. Okay, well that's a spoiler because we haven't gotten to you yet. So now we know. <laughs> well, I'm ta- I'm I'm saying it. Hop, hop in, hop in. Take the reins, yeah. Pete. I just here's my thing: is I love the other three too much. Okay. To say bye to any of them, I I eat burritos all the time. Literally every Friday for like the past five weeks, I've had pizza mm-hmm. just because I love it. And uh, wings, I don't know. I mean, I don't have wings all the time, but when I have them. Wings are definitely here to stay. There's no way that one's going. I'd be sad to see the wings go. Yeah, hot wings are, you know, I don't know. They hold the fabric of life together. It's hard to say bye to a classic American food, but I that's the one I'd have to pick. Yeah, and you know what? Like with, you know, the uh, trying to be sustainable with beef and everything, like might as well, let's get rid of the burgers. I actually have had a Impossible Burger. We bought some of the, you know, fake ground beef. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah, it's not bad. So yeah, get 
Let's say goodbye to burgers. I, I got to have pizza. You got to have burritos and hot wings. You're outvoted, Brandon. Definitely. I, I, I didn't know we were voting. Huh? <laughs> well, you don't have to. I want to know your personal preference. What I'm saying is we don't we don't value your opinion because we agreed on the other cool. one. Yeah, no, I, I, can, I can respect that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, your opinion, uh, we're moving on to a nerdier one, as we were talking about earlier, um, and a somewhat relevant one. Uh, one's got to go. Xbox, Switch, PS5, well, or just PlayStation in general, uh, or PC for gaming. Wait, all the PlayStations or just PS5? Let's say this encompasses, so yeah, we're going Microsoft, their whole gaming uh, catalog. Uh, nin- I guess yeah, we'll go. Nin- we'll go broader. Holy so nin- shit! Okay, we're gonna say uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, or PC. This is easy for me. It's Xbox. All yeah, micro- oh, it's yeah Xbox. My Xbox is gone. Xbox all day, every day. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Because those those jocks that made fun <laughs> of me in high school call me Doctor Drew. Hey, Doctor Love. Teach us about love. No, really. I'm having a hard time with my girlfriend. Teach me how to be better. I'm being honest. I really need to know. I really need your help, but I don't know how to talk in a way that doesn't sound sarcastic. I'm sorry if I sound condescending. They're all playing Xbox today. They're not sitting down with a a game from PlayStation Studios and getting, you know, involved in an epic story. You know they didn't like Last of Us 2. They didn't like that. You know, if they did, if they did, they're, they're, they're... Sending death threats to that that Laura Bailey who played uh, what's her name I forget Abby, great character, great performance, fantastic, fantastic character, and and all those guys that play Xbox today, if they played The Last of Us, they're sending her threats because <laughs> they didn't like what she did. And but getting rid of getting rid of the whole like history, I think is a little unfair in this question because. PlayStation, PC, and Nintendo all have more history than Xbox does. They've it all is been the youngest, for way uh, than, yeah, the most right. sophomoric of uh, the bunch. Like I couldn't get rid of like the PlayStation games that I played, like on PS One. Like that means you're getting rid of like Final Fantasy VII, Xeno Gears, Crash Bandicoot, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, yeah, uh, Crash Team Racing, even you know, over my dead body, right? What I'll say so, and plus, like nowadays, most games for xbox are coming out for some other system anyways so i don't know that's my two yeah seconds. i'm not getting rid of mr hard. mario i'm not getting rid of uh no. um the other stuff i guess actually i think i might say pc okay let's hear yeah one. um nowadays uh i played i got a little into pc gaming in high school and um once I got a PlayStation and an Xbox, I just never went back. Once they released the orange box. Which is for PC. Uh, which had, uh, obviously... Ha- which is a PC original <laughs> game. <laughs> once, they re- once, once they released it for the Xbox, then I never went back, Pete. But that's not a good reason to, to get rid of PC. It's good. It was good enough for me. Okay? I'm just saying that you can you get almost anything on Xbox you can get on PC. Plus, you get the back catalog of like anything else that's on PC. But I'm a Mac. I'm a little Mac boy. I'm a little tiny Apple boy. I like yeah, my little. Yeah, but you could get one and get everything else. Yeah, I could, but I don't. <laughs> I just get my little apples, my little Macintosh. Yeah, P- got P- PC Master Race over here. I just don't understand uh, if you can get anything on Xbox for PC plus everything else that ever came out for PC, which predates Xbox by. Yeah, but I can get everything at Jewel, but I go to Trader Joe's still. No, those are completely different products. I think that's pretty much exactly the same <laughs> thing we're talking about here. You can't go to Jewel. You can't go to Jewel and get the Trader Joe's frozen orange chicken. Exactly. That's why I go to Trader Joe's, Peter. So, I, I, to be fair, I see, I see Pete's point, and that's why, I'll, that's why I'll never own an Xbox, because you don't need to. You can just get it on PC if you need to. There's honestly nothing on Xbox that I'm like, I need to play. Well, I feel personally attacked you should. by the two of you, and this game has become unfun for me, so I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. I think Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's is the PC and uh, Jewel's the Xbox, because you can go to Trader Joe's and get anything you could probably get at Jewel, plus other things that are exclusive. That's a bold statement. Trader Joe's is PC, Jewel is Xbox. Look at this guy getting deep. 
He's turning my own words on me. That's right. That's what I do. All right. You know what? We're talking so much about Trader Joe's. I'm going to do an impromptu one. All right. You got to get rid of one. All right. Aldi, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, or Mariano's? I'm trying to think of a fourth one that would kind of fit in there. Those are good. Yeah. I get rid of Whole Foods because I've like never been there. Yeah, I would do Trader Joe's because I've never been in a Trader Joe's, I don't think. You've never been in a Trader Joe's? No, why would I do that? Oh, Brandon. Now we're going to turn on you. Why would I go to Trader Joe's? <laughs> because it's glorious. When I could go anywhere else. When I could go to a dump. Whoa! <laughs> could go to, I could go to a trash dump. Actually, that's what, you're, that's what Aldi is. It's a trash dump. I will say. Trader Joe's is, Trader Joe's is the Whole Foods of Aldi. <laughs> Wait. Hold, wait, hold on. Give me a second. Let me peel back. Hold me, on. Just peel back these layers for me. That gif is playing in front of me right now where all the math yeah. is, is flying in front of my face. Trader Joe is the Whole Foods of Aldi. Aldi is like, like as far as those four things, it's the cheapest. And it's like the low end stuff. Like you can't get real pop there. It's like you have to bring everything home in a box if you don't have your own bags. And these shopping carts cost a quarter, which you have plenty of now, Brandon. Oh, that's a great but, thing to use your uh, yeah, quarters for. Lots of quarters. Go to Aldi. Right. <laughs> Trader Joe's is like Aldi, but the stuff, I feel like the quality is better and you get more selection. It's more niche. They have a, a limited selection, but the things they have are like, yeah, obviously fan favorites. I think actually they're owned by the same company, too. I want to say. They are. I do want to say, I do want to say, just so we don't get angry letters from our huge uh, listenership. From Keith and Emily. A lot of a lot of what you just said about Aldi Pete is actually not true anymore. Um, they do have name brand. Um, you don't have to um, carry stuff out in boxes. They give you bags now? I literally um, was just at an Aldi. You can purchase. They're like five cents. You get a little oh, pl- okay. like a plastic bag or whatever. You can Brandon's, the, the Aldi mafia has gotten to Brandon. He's scared of them. <laughs> he doesn't want to get his legs broken. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I use Instacart now because I'm terrified of uh, a viral infection. So I don't I don't even go to the store. But um, you do still have to pay 25 cents for your cart. You get it back. It's It's like a it's like a. It's like an investment. You're investing in your shopping trip. Do you think in the Aldi Mafia, you have to put a quarter into your gun before you can use it? <laughs> it's locked up to like a thing outside right. and you put a quarter in and unlock it. Yeah, I think that's And then cool. when you put it back, you get your quarter back. We're not going to get angry letters from Aldi yeah. because I'm praising Trader Joe's. And again, they're the uh, same company. Yeah, it's the same company. I got, I got nothing against Aldi. I, I've shopped there for a while, but out of those, I would actually keep it. That's what I'm saying is I, I'd get rid of Whole Foods. Sure. Because I think like- Sure, sure. There's plenty of organic stuff you can get at Mariano's or Trader Joe's. I don't need a whole freaking store dedicated to it. That's just me. More like whole paycheck, right? <laughs> Some people swear by it. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Next one. Uh, one of these has to go. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Bring it. The Dalai Lama. What? Mother Teresa. Gandhi. Or Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> One of these influential people couldn't couldn't do with with them. Dalai Lama, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Gandhi, Mahatma, Kama Mahatma, or uh, oh my Jesus God. of Nazareth. Look, I feel like I feel like no matter what I say here, I need to have some kind of justification for it. Um, right. So I'll, I'll I'll say this. I I'll say Gandhi, and here's the reason why. Because you love food. I watched that. I watched that uh, documentary about uh, Nexium. Did you see that on HBO? Yeah, yep. We just finished it. The Vow. He he like gave a thumbs up to that Keith. What's his no, name? No, that was the Dalai Lama. Oh my God, how racist am that I? That was the Dalai Lama. How racist oh, am boy. I? Can I change my answer to the Dalai Lama? Because that's what I meant. And you were scared of the Aldi Mafia. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. The Dalai Lama. Why did I think Gandhi? When did he? Is He he died, right? Yeah, I don't think he was alive at the same time the Nexium called him. <laughs> Yeah, that was like uh, 2015 yeah. or something. I was even picturing Gandhi <laughs> when I said it. It's not like I just, wow. Yeah. Hey, I apologize to everybody out there who was offended by what I said because it was uh, it was a, it was a big one. So uh, you guys said, uh, "Hey, llama, how about a little something, you know, for the effort." Yeah, I guess so. Llamas are llamas are in right now, so that's actually a a, a hot take. Llamas are like everywhere. They're on pins. They're on t-shirts. Talking about the animal? I'm literally talking about the animal, like the alpaca type animal, a llama. <laughs> they're not a pretty animal. They're oh, like the new that. unicorn. They're all over. Why stuff. are they so popular? They spit. If you're into that. More of a swallow. So. 
Ah, shit. I'll put a freaking quarter (laughs) in that jar. Sexualizing llamas, you heathen. All right, that one was mostly a joke. All right, I got a really good one. This is a great one. I've heard this a few other places. One's got to go. Food, relationships, sleep, or sex. I'm taking sleep 100% on that one. Whoa, he went right to it. So let me explain real quick before you finish your answers. Before you finish. uh, I'll put a quarter in Brandon's jar later. Um, So food, you uh, don't have to eat anymore. So you don't need sustenance. You don't need sustenance. Okay. So you're just losing the enjoyment of food. That changes the game for me. But you no longer need it. Sleep, you don't need sleep anymore, but you are up 24-7. Uh, relationships. So like that literally you're, you're alone basically. Um, and then sex. Yeah. You just, you can't have sex and you can't masturbate. Brandon looking at you. Sex counts. Okay. Sex with yourself. Also yeah. Counts. That also counts. I have two, a couple questions on that. So if you, if you get rid of food, you're not hungry. You go to sleep. You don't need it. If you get rid of relationships, do you feel lonely? Oh, good question. I didn't think about that. Um, do you need other people? The, the idea of this is you're still missing out on something. Okay, all right. Okay. Like, just because you don't have to eat doesn't mean you don't miss food. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you don't have relationships, and you're – I don't know if it's a terrible longing, but you probably have a little bit of a – you feel a little emptiness. I would get rid of sleep. That's, yeah, out of all those. I don't – like, I if I could not sleep and be okay with it, I, I would never. I'm with Pete because I already don't sleep, like, <laughs> as it is, and I really need it. I really, really, really need it. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Like I, I like getting into bed and feeling comfortable and but because I'm tired. If I never got tired, I wouldn't give I wouldn't miss it at all. So that's what I'm saying. You still just like food, you might still long for a certain type of food, even though you don't feel hungry. With the sleep, I think you would still feel tired at times, but you can't go to sleep. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me. I think you're bending the rules too much here. <laughs> I think you're bending the rules. Yeah. I don't want to make it easy. Well, the thing is, like, if I could see, like, being like, well, I'm not, I'm never hungry anymore. And so I can't, I, I'm, and I can't eat or something, but man, I miss it, but I'm not hungry. Like, I would miss the sensation of, like, the taste of food. Yeah, I love food. I couldn't do it. But I don't think I would ever miss the sensation of sleeping. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess if I were to, if, if the caveat was that I would feel tired still that would be a tough call but if that's not in the in play then yeah i mean you know i like sleeping but because other like i don't think i could ever constantly feel tired and and not sleep you know that would be crappy yeah that's a tough one actually if maybe maybe the caveat is like there's always like a longing to do it you know it's like you can't sleep but you miss it. You can't eat food, but you miss the yep. taste of food. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what makes it hard. Oh, uh, if that's the case, I would probably still go s- probably sleep. I would just take feeling. I feel like I feel tired all the time anyway. Yeah, so. I think I'd end up in the same in the same boat. I love food. Love sex. Can't go without sex. And uh, relationships. I mean, come on. We wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for friends. Oh, sha-na-na-na. <laughs> I would say as a kid, I would say food. I didn't like eating as a kid. I always thought it was a waste of time. My thing was if I could take a little pill and it would like sustain me, I would just do that. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't eat food. I didn't like it. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. I loved all food. Like I, I was the kid that, that ate all my vegetables. Like I remember this is a real thing that happened when I was maybe four years old. My mom took me to the grocery store and she's like, did you want to get like a snack? You want to get a treat? And I was like, yeah, I want carrot sticks. And she's like, wow. no, like, do you want like a Snickers bar? Like she was pushing me <laughs> towards the candy. And I was like, no, I want a vegetable from over in. I want a veg. I want a carrot. Give me a carrot, mom. I, I meant it. I think she got me a carrot. And that's why I am the way I am today. And that's why she called you her little bun bun. Uh... <laughs> Brandon, it's me. I'm your mom. I've been your mom all along. I love I love you. I love wow. you so much. I was going to say it explains a lot, but actually it raises a lot more questions. A lot of questions. I think I'm I'm younger than you. That's one question. <laughs> That's one weird part of it. Did Brandon answer that one? Yeah, I said sleep. He said sleep right from the start. I was just jiving with you the whole way and yeah, I was I'm all We agreed on a lot of this, Brandon. Yeah. 
next time I'll be contrarian just to to make it more entertaining. I'm sorry to our listeners that I was just too agreeable. <laughs> That's okay. Me and Rick got into it about the uh, Xbox. Thing. Yeah, I'm glad you guys fought. I hope that this is strained your relationship in some way. I don't know if it was fight. I felt like I was just personally attacked. Yes. Well, you so, should. Um, you should. You were. You oh, were. good. So I, my feelings were correct. I, I my <laughs> I, I was validated then. That, I feel good now. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys, I, I feel like we should probably wrap this up. Uh, I think it's been a, a good it's been a good episode. We've had uh, I'm having so much fun. We had a lot of fun, a lot of great fun. Um, good oldies, great times, and good oldies on oldies one hundred four point three. Well, if you want, you could you could <laughs> follow us on Twitter if you want uh, at at the number four guys on a train. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, you could. Email us at it's spelt out as we uh, explained last week for f o u r guys on a train at gmail dot com, uh, and that's kind of it. That's all we got right now. I just want to apologize to Rick for personally attacking him in that uh, in that segment. I feel like uh, you know what it makes it those kinds of things are what make me stronger. So you've actually helped me a lot here today. It makes our relationship stronger. I think that's loser talk. You guys sound like losers. See, I'm stronger still. That just got me ripped. <laughs> Okay, love, love you. Love Goodbye. You. Bye-bye. Okay, so just grab these headphones here. Yeah, these work. Test, test, one, two, sibilance, sibilance. How's it sound? Pretty good? Great. Unique New York. Unique New York. Buzz Lightyear bought baby badgers. Buzz Lightyear bought baby badgers. All right, I'm ready. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Rick Schuler, Brandon Johnson, and Peter Cosmo. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song written by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of Metrotrain.Wave from Everything Sounds, being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. <sighs> I'm never going to see a dime from this, am I? Yeah, alright. Well, the L's a bye-bye. Be well. Love one another.